Welcome to Weekly Taiwan. This is a podcast where we share our weekly insights and have an improvised discussion around them. Welcome to Weekly Taiwan. This is a podcast about all things strategic in our digital world. And as normal, welcome aboard Petri and Michael. Hi, Reko. Thanks, Reko. Good to have you here, as I have a very interesting question for you today, as it's my turn to come up with an, with an idea to our discussion. And um, this came up uh, just earlier today. I was um, in an interview discussing about the, the changing world of that, that is affected by data and digital. And I, I wanted to push this question to you as well, because I want to hear how you answer. Um, last time we discussed about the role of, of data uh, in organizations and in strategy and, and the growing importance of it as an asset to companies. But I would like to raise the stakes a little bit in this discussion and you know, ask you a question that <clears throat> if you were a political leader today, Uh, in Finland and in Europe, what would you say from a strategy perspective? How can Finland and Europe win in the data competition and in the strategy uh, strategic game between uh, countries where uh, US is basically positioned to have all the data in the world with Google and, and Facebook and, and these guys residing there. And then China as a, as a growing super giant of, of data and, and uh, with, with quite a lot of freedoms for, for utilizing data for whatever use cases. So how can, how can Europe and Finland compete uh, against that, that type of uh, companies? Thanks, Rego. This is an excellent question. And, and to be honest, I'm just buying time here to think about my answer. Um, I think it's a very tricky question. It's a, it's a question that will define um, what Europe will stand for going forward or Finland will, will stand for. Um, I think many of the initiatives, GDPR, as, as unhappy as many companies are about it or, or other topics like data privacy, can actually going forward become a competitive advantage for for Europe or for Finland and in, in specific. Um, but also I think several initiatives that are currently ongoing on city level, on state level, on EU level, but also on company level around building data ecosystems. And, and with that global data ecosystems will be another uh, key defining factor where then key players in Europe will be contributors or will even be um, accelerators or drivers of these large data ecosystems that then can um, actually be competition to some of the large players in the US that you just mentioned. Thanks, Michael. I, I love politics. So this is, I'm buying time as well. A challenging question, but I think... From a business strategy point of view, um, 
there's quite a bit of discussion about whether it's a level playing field between the different continents, U.S., um, Asia, China, and Europe. And Michael, as you said, the European-led um, movement towards regulation around privacy is being viewed by some people as um, hindering the ability to innovate and implement different uh, data-driven strategies. I think, yeah, that probably is true when you think about implementing and deploying these strategies on a global scale. So in Europe, it's quite difficult to develop business models that would be succeeding on the terms of business in, for example, Asia or China or, or, or the US, where the attitudes towards privacy are slightly more relaxed. But then I think we should be looking at it from the other perspective, saying that if we can come up with business models that kind of um, promote a fair data kind of an approach in Europe, so promoting privacy, not only through regulation, but clever business models where the data owners are kind of engaged in the business model in a smart way, then those could actually become the spearheads towards the other markets as well. Great minds seem to think alike. I my answer today was was pretty similar to yours, and I was I was happy that I I picked up also on the GDPR topic. Um, I, I think the the change is actually interesting in the sense that as we are moving from a world of platforms to the world of networks and and company cooperation, I, I think. One driving factor for, you know, who do you want to play with? How do you, who do you want to network and cooperate with? Will be the question: Can I trust this guy? And and as you know, trust is the the, the driving factor behind uh, the successful business partnerships. There will be no business partnership without trust. And if, if Europe were able to position themselves as the place of trust in data economy, wouldn't you say that, that those two trends actually uh, are driving towards a, a positive strategic future for uh, Europe and Finland? I fully agree, Reko, and, and I think trust was also the word that came to my mind. Um, what we're currently seeing in the US, but also in other countries, is that there is a growing mistrust to many of the large platforms, um, like Facebook, like Google, like, like many of the others. Um, and, and people get more and more aware of the fact that they have almost a monopoly on, on data. And I think that will change the approach that many people have going forward to their personal data, but also the approach companies have uh, to sharing data. Because for companies, it's it's as critical as for individuals to make sure your data is safe, you're, you're sharing your data with trusted uh, partners. 
Um, and specifically when it becomes an integral part of your value chain or of your of your um, product and, and service, it becomes even more critical to make sure that you work with trusted partners in this setup. And I personally believe that Europe is actually making steps into the right direction uh, in that regard. Saying that, though, I, I think there's a very fine balance between data privacy and, and, and ensuring this trust. And on the other side, as Petri pointed out, allowing for innovation, allowing for the possibility to create new business models, new approaches on utilizing the data uh, to create value for companies, for customers, for individuals. And I think that is a balance that countries uh, in the EU um, are still trying to find at the moment and and where it will still take some time be, before they actually hit hit the right uh, the right mark and enable exactly these data ecosystems that we also have been working with very actively with our customers both in the public and in the private field thanks for bringing up this important aspect of trust and i was just thinking what's driving erosion of trust and i think in the data domain um, some drivers are coming from the conflicting interests between the businesses that are utilizing data and the uh, consumers how, who, who are providing data. And I think that can be tackled with two ways, like the regulation as the Europe is driving or the, the market mechanisms as we've been discussing also in the previous podcast. But I think transparency in the business model and aligning the interests is important if you go down the market mechanism driven route. So instead of being at conflicting uh, angles uh, with uh, with your sort of consumers, uh, between businesses and con consumers, if you can really align your interests and be transparent about that in your business model, I think that's one way to promote uh, increasing trust in, in these areas. Great comments. I think as as this was a very specific question, I, I think, would it be okay if I start already kind of summarizing and, and then you can provide your comments still? So so I, I guess what we talked about is that it, it is, we agree that it's a rather unfair playing field at the moment. There is um, a, a lot of data has already been kind of shipped out out of Europe and, and more so every day. But but we also concluded that the <clears throat> the regulation that has been set set in uh, in the Europe and, and forms the, the the value core of Europe, so to say, uh, might actually be key to creating that uh, strategic positioning uh, for the future that that we we sorely need. Um, and if only we can come up with business models that are fair. And, and what Petri now, now pointed out that we we create business models where openness and transparency are key so that people see how their data is being used and can trust that it's only used in that way. Then uh, that fine line between, between privacy and, and then uh, better services can most likely be uh, found there. But the, the core thing, I, I guess we agreed, is that to find and play only with trusted parties 
all along the value chain that that you create. So so the the weakest link will will basically destroy the trust for the whole network, and it, it is going to be of utmost importance that that you build these kind of data bubbles and and cooperation bubbles, so to say, with companies that are in your share your values and and share your trust any 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 thoughts on that to to add still guys i think record that was a very good summary and, and i think one thing we we should look at is also the difference between individuals and companies for for companies we've already seen for a long time when they look at the cloud, they look to have their cloud in Europe, specifically European companies. Individuals are not that selective yet. Um, but as you said in your summary, I think that's exactly something we will see going forward emerging and uh, companies, individuals and governments take action. Fully agreed. Thank you, guys. I, I think this was really, really good and, and got me thinking about this uh, in in a few few new ways. Hey, looking forward to discussing these topics with you again next week. I, I think this data is something that that will will not let not let go in the in the coming weeks, and and investigate it some more. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon again. Thank you. Thanks very much.